Where Jesus goes, there goes the devil in pursuit. Scripture scholars and historians have studied the phenomenon that in the scriptures with Jesus, there seems to be a lot of spiritual warfare, a lot of uh, demons, a lot of exorcisms, a lot of um, things such as that. And they question whether or not this was the case before Jesus came. And the idea is, yes, maybe there was some of that, but it was kicked up exponentially with Jesus and the beginning of his public ministry. And you may say, well, okay, yeah, well, well, so what, Father? Well, it's important to know this, not just for the Lord, but for anyone who follows the Lord, anyone who calls himself or herself Christian. That where Jesus goes, there goes the devil in pursuit. And many find this counterintuitive. They say, well, I've committed to the Lord. Everything should go smoothly now. I'm trying to be faithful and do good. Now things should come easily for me. Where did you get such an idea? Because here's the thing. As long as a person is lukewarm in their faith, complacent, going to Mass here and there, not truly trying to resist sin in their life, the evil one could care less about you. He'll let you continue on your way to hell. You're no threat to him and his kingdom. But on the other hand, once a person truly does repent and commit to going all in for Jesus, seeks to love God with their whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, and her neighbor as herself, watch out. The enemy will attack and create resistance for you. I've seen it over and over again. A person comes back to the sacraments. They make a good confession. Maybe they go through part of RCIA, the whole thing, or even enter the church. And then a few weeks or so after that, sadly, you don't see them again. And it's because it isn't easy to be a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. It isn't easy to be Catholic these days. The evil one hates it and will put up all sorts of obstacles and temptations. I've seen it in marriages. One or both of the spouses coming closer to the Lord, committing themselves, and some sort of tension rises up in their marriage. And it's important to recognize that as an attack from the evil one and to stay committed in your relationship through prayer and to persevere and not let the evil one destroy your marriage. You all probably have your own stories you can think of as I say this, of increased temptations and difficulties as you commit yourself more and more to following Christ. When we take those steps, pursuing holiness, we will encounter resistance. We'll take on flack. It's to be expected. In a sense, it's a good sign if you're coming up against new challenges and temptations in your life. It's a sign that you're becoming a threat to the evil one and his kingdom. Some of us may not like this talk. Father, I'm not all into this spiritual battle talk. Well, okay. 
But as it said, you may not think you have an enemy, but your enemy knows that you are his enemy. You may not know that you are at war, but your enemy is at war with you. Because we can easily forget that we were born again. And when we are born again, we are born into battle. When you are baptized in that font, you became an enemy of Satan. And one of the reasons why so many Catholics are so lukewarm in their faith, why you can't tell them apart from the rest of the world, is they haven't decided whether or not they believe that there is a battle going on. They haven't acknowledged that they have an enemy. They don't believe this spiritual warfare stuff. Who are you listening to? Where did you get that idea? What gospel are you reading? The gospel of candy and rainbows and butterflies? Let's get back to the real gospel, what we heard today. There is an epic battle between the kingdom of Jesus and the kingdom of Satan. And so I want to offer two suggestions today to help us engage in this battle and to fight back against the evil one. The first is from our gospel. When the devil tempted Jesus, what did Jesus do? He responded with the word of God. He responded with the scriptures. Many of us get run over and turned around when the evil one comes around with his whispers and his lies. Your marriage, uh, don't you wish you had someone else? What's wrong with you? Your life is such a mess, you're a wreck. Look at what that other person has over there. Don't you wish you had their stuff? Lies and lies and lies from the enemy. And when we hear these lies, and they are lies, many of us, we just take it. We don't put up any resistance. We believe the lies and we get discouraged. We give in to serious sin. But we must fight those lies and fight them as Jesus did with the word of God. So my suggestion is read the daily readings this Lent from Mass. Every Mass, every day has particular readings. We have these booklets you can take home. Better yet, come to daily Mass. I know many of you can come to daily Mass even once more during the week. Hear the scriptures, read the scriptures, study the scriptures. When we're immersed in the scriptures, we're convicted of the truth of who we are, sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father, made for the glory of heaven. We're able to recognize the lies of the evil one when we hear them, when we're tempted. And we're able to respond to those lies with the word of God. Second, we cannot do this alone. As I said on Ash Wednesday, this is a team game. We need our brothers and sisters in Christ. Yesterday I was at my parents' house. My sister Cassie, who lives in the city, she brought up four other uh, women friends for a weekend of retreat. So I went down to my parents' house, offered Mass for them, heard confessions, had a nice discussion with them uh, over lunch. And they were saying how important it is that Please, God, they have relatively good marriages and good families, but they need more than that. You need more than just your marriages, your families. You need fellow brothers and sisters in Christ to support you, 
to challenge you, to hold you accountable, to encourage you. Do you have someone, do you have some people in your life who you can talk to about the faith, who can encourage you, who can support you, who can challenge you at times? We need each other. Too many of us are trying to fight this battle on our own. Join our men's or women, women's groups here. Partake in the various events. Join our school. Invest in Queen of Peace Parish and School. This is the best way to support you and your family. We all need fellow soldiers and comrades in the battle. My friends, today as we begin this Lenten journey, we follow Jesus, which means we follow Jesus into battle, but also into victory, because as Jesus defeated the evil one in the desert and ultimately on the cross, through our baptism, we have a part in that victory. You are a Christian. You have an enemy. You have been born into a battle, whether you like it or not. But Jesus has won the victory. And therefore, you're not only born into battle, you are born into victory.